Patrick Mahomes is not a top five quarterback in the NFL, and anybody who thinks he is needs to open their fucking eyes. Nah, I'm just fucking with everyone on here. I, I don't actually think that. I, I was just saying that, so I didn't start off the podcast with, hey, how's it going? Welcome, you know, like, saying that, now you're intrigued. Now you're like, oh shit, this is interesting. No, I don't actually think that. Patrick Mahomes is definitely a uh, top five quarterback still. He's just having a rough start to the season. Well, without further ado, uh, welcome everyone. I'm I'm currently watching Red Zone. Uh, we got the Chiefs Packers up there changing it. They got the the Chargers and the Eagles now. Um, but yeah, uh, I hope I hope this goes well. This could go anywhere from five minutes to ten minutes to an hour. I have no fucking idea. I'm just gonna talk and uh, about sports. I don't have anyone on here. It's just me. I'm a spewing rant about sports, and we'll see what happens. So, I have no idea. I might not get any listeners on this. I might get a bunch. I have no idea, but we're just going to see how this goes. We're just fucking around. Uh, yeah, oh, it's halftime in the Chargers game. I didn't watch any of the uh, the 3 o'clock games because, I don't know, I just haven't yet. I, I The Saints game happened. For anyone that's listening uh, that doesn't know, I'm a, I'm a New Orleans Saints fan, big time fan. Uh, it was a rough, rough game. It was an interesting game. I mean, we looked like complete dog shit. I mean, it was it was ridiculous. I mean, these fucking receivers, they can't catch a ball to save their fucking life. They all got brick hands. Nobody on the team can catch. Deontay Harris, all right, he's okay. He's fine. He can he can move after the ball. And obviously, Kamara's great. But besides them, no one can fucking catch. Put me in the fucking game. I'm the only one that can catch. I'd be a better receiver than Adam Troutman, and I'm convinced that. That motherfucker stinks. Marquez Callaway, I thought he was going to be good after the preseason. He's fucking horrible. He's terrible. Get him off the fucking team. Nobody can catch. We better sign Odell because that's he, he's going to save our season. I mean, I don't think, you know, I don't have any expectations for us in terms of, like, a playoff run. I think we can make the playoffs. I think it would be kind of a disappointment if we don't make the playoffs. But I think we can make it. Uh, I mean, my, my, here, my outlook on the season for the Saints is if you make the playoffs— Try to get in, and you know it's in the playoffs in football. Anything can happen. You know it's not like a seven-game series. It, it's one game. Uh, you know you got you guys are fucking stupid. You know one one game playoffs. So anything can happen in that situation. Uh, weird bounces and shit, random shit. So so hopefully we can make it in, and and anything can happen. But if we get to the playoffs, we're gonna need some people that can catch because we don't have any right now. So that's my biggest concern. But we're playing the Falcons. You know, Saints-Falcons, huge rivalry. I hate the Falcons. Oh, they're showing highlights of the Jaguars-Bills. I didn't get to catch this. I, I've been hearing all about the Josh Allen play. Oh, shit. The Jaguars beat the Bills? Oh, shit. Damn. So the Bills are... The Bills are 5-3? and three? Everyone was fucking on their cock. Oh, my God. The Bills are only 5-3? and three? I thought they were supposed to be, like, good. I mean, that's not bad, but... They lost to the fucking Jaguars. They only put up six points to the Jaguars. Nine to six. That's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. I thought the Bills were like, everyone was hyping them up. And they're, they're, it's not like they're that good. They're five and three. Oh, shit. Mahomes is airing it out. Uh, incomplete. Um, but, yeah. And anyway, back to the Saints. Uh, so, yeah, today was, the, the game was, you know, we were looking like shit all game. No one could catch. Trevor Simeon, by the way, he didn't even look that bad. He just had no one to throw to. Nobody to throw to. Uh, and no one could catch the ball. I've never seen so many drops before. I don't know what the record is for drops in a game, but it may have been set today by the Saints. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing watching this team and watching them drop every pass. Um, 
Trevor Simeon is fine. I still think we should have started Taysom. We brought him in a little bit in the fourth quarter, but you know, it it didn't it didn't really do much. Actually, no. I mean, it was okay when we brought him in. That he it was actually we were moving the ball, and then they brought Simeon in, and then he fumbled it, and they got a huge gain, and then Taysom didn't really come in the rest of the game. So I don't really know why they why they didn't put Taysom in. But then again, after that, like we put in uh, Simeon, and we ended up driving and scoring. Almost coming back. We did come back. They blew an 18-point lead. The Falcons, we all know they blow constant leads. And to a Saints fan, that's joyous, very joyous. But the thing is, it's never actually happened. As a Saints fan, we've never been a part of a colossal Falcons choke. Because I've seen them so much, and every time they happen, it's like the greatest part of my day. Um, I mean, in the Super Bowl, that was the greatest part of my year. Uh, But every time that the Falcons have a huge choke... And everyone's talking about it. It's awesome, but we've never actually been a part of them uh, as a Saints fan. So today I was really excited and thinking, oh my God, we're finally going to be like, we're finally going to do it to the Falcons ourselves. Like it's great already, but to do it ourselves is like a whole nother thing, you know? When we come back down 18, we're down 24 to 6 with like eight minutes left. We come back, we take the lead 25 to 24 with a minute left. And then all of a sudden, uh, they give up one huge play to Corderell Patterson all the way to like the 10-yard line because our secondary, I don't know what happened today. It's been great all season. Today they got absolutely lit up. I don't know what happened. Uh, I hope that is not going to keep happening throughout the season. But, yeah, they got a huge play with Corderell Patterson. And then and then, then they actually, there was like 40 seconds left. Then they, then they ran the ball, and they actually fucking fumbled it. But we couldn't get the fumble recovery. That that part pissed me off. It was like we had a chance to get the ball and we didn't recover it. It was kind of tough. It was like a huge pile. Uh, there was nothing you could really do. But that was like a huge missed opportunity. And then they just kicked a field goal. Young Hoku made it. Uh, by the way, Young Hoku, that man terrorizes us. Uh, he He's one of the... Every time we play against the Falcons, he has some insane game. Like... In 2019, I'll never forget, Young Hoku was kicking, and they recovered, like, three onside kicks against us. I've never seen anything like it. I don't want to get into that game, because that was that, that, a lot of negativity stems from that. We did win, but, man, was I pissed. Um, but, yeah, that's that's my Saints rant. Um, yeah, right now I'm watching the Cardinals and the Niners game. Kyler Murray is not playing. Uh, but, you know what, speaking of Kyler Murray... I actually was thinking about this the other day. I think Kyler Murray deserves a lot of credit. And I know a lot of people say that. I know he might, like, win the MVP. And that's great. And I know, like, I'm not I'm not on here saying that Kyler Murray doesn't get credit. That's not what I'm saying whatsoever. I'm not saying he's underrated or anything like that. But here's what I was thinking about. In the last five years or so, honestly, maybe more than that, Think about the quarterbacks that were drafted in the top three. Kyler Murray's really the only guy that was, like, franchise quarterback out of these guys. Like, absolute, like, every time, I feel like, because when you look at the draft, you let's say you're a really shitty team, right? And you're looking towards the draft, and you're like, oh, this guy's our franchise. Because every year there's that one or two quarterbacks. Everyone's like, oh, this guy's going to save the franchise. This guy's the guy. And it's like every draft, there's at least one of those guys, right? 
And they never actually do that, except Kyler Murray. Think about it, okay? I'll I'll start. Okay, so Andrew Luck. I'll, I'll go with the draft after him because he he was really he yeah he actually did that too. Twenty thirteen. Uh, you know what? There was not a quarter. That one didn't actually have that quarterback. But twenty fourteen. Who is? I'm I'm gonna look this up. Who is in the t- two thousand fourteen? NFL draft. Oh, that was the one that Clowney was drafted. Who was the first quarterback taken in that draft? I'm pulling it up right now. 2014 NFL draft. Hold up. Hold up. Player selections. Let's see. Blake Bortles. I remember how much hype Blake Bortles was getting. He was drafted third overall. He didn't do shit. I don't even know if he's in the league anymore. All right. Let's go to 2015. 2015. The top three selections in the draft were Jameis Winston. He's on another team. Uh, he's on my team. I wish he was fucking healthy, by the way. Uh, Marcus Mariota on a different team. Those were two guys drafted in the top three that didn't do shit. And everyone thought they were saving the franchise. Let's go to 2016. You got Carson Wentz and Jared Goff, both on different teams. Neither saved the franchise. 2017, uh, that was Mitchell Trubisky. Didn't save the franchise. 2018, and and I'm just talking top three draft picks because these are always the guys that people think are going to save the franchise. 2018, Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. Sam Darnold's on another team, and he fucking sucks. He stinks. He's horrible. And Baker Mayfield, I like Baker Mayfield. I'm pretty high on him. I'm higher on him than most people, and he had a very good game today. Um, Personally, I do think he's the franchise. But there's a lot of questions. Some people think he might not be. Most people probably think he is, but he's not on the level um, you know, if you're going number one overall, I, I don't know if, if they, they were thinking um, that he would be like this or drafting him number one. They might think, oh, he's actually supposed to be like, you know, potentially an MVP candidate at, at some day. So he hasn't been that yet. But he and there's still questions. Some people still don't think he's a franchise. He hasn't gotten a big contract extension yet. Um, personally, I think he's the franchise, but not everyone does. Um, but that's Baker. 2019, well, that one was worth Kyler Murray. And then you look at 2020, Joe Burrow, he might, I mean, he might be, but it's early. Um, Joe Burrow might be too. Joe Burrow's the other one, but he's not on the level. As good as Joe Burrow is, I love Joe Burrow. Um, He's not yet on the level of Kyler Murray. I mean, Kyler Murray, he might win the MVP this year. Joe Burrow's not going to win the MVP. He might, I mean, he might someday. I'm saying this year. Um, he, He just, he's not on the level of Kyler Murray. He just isn't. Uh, yet he could be, um, but right now Kyler Murray, I feel like is the only one that has so far lived up to the potential of yo, like this guy, like is not a bust. He saved the franchise, and and then twenty twenty one Trevor Lawrence, okay, all these guys are early, but Zach Wilson, it looks like he fucking sucks, and Trey Lance, well, he hasn't played yet really. Um, Trevor Lawrence, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. I, I was really, really, really high on him. I know everyone was, but I was especially. Um, he's been all right. He had a good day. He beat the Bills. I mean, so we'll see how that goes with Trevor. But so far, Kyler, out uh, years and years of everyone saying this is the guy, this guy's saving a franchise, this guy's going to be an MVP, this guy's going to win a Super Bowl. Kyler Murray is really the only one, the only surefire, like, franchise saver. Maybe Joe Burrow, but that, and maybe Baker, but really, Kyler is the guy that everyone it, wants their guy to be. And, and the craziest part about the Kyler one is. Uh, how wrong I was, personally. How wrong I was. By the way, I am horrible at scouting quarterbacks. Anyone listening, I always get that shit wrong. If I think a guy's going to be good, he stinks. If I think a guy's going to stink, he's going to be really good. 
Uh, Josh Rosen. I was so high on Josh Rosen in the 2018 draft. I thought Josh Rosen was the best quarterback in that draft. I thought it was gonna the two best are gonna be Josh Rosen and Sam Donald. Mind you, this was the draft of Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen and Baker. I thought Sam Donald and Josh Rosen would be the two best. So that just shows how how much I know about scouting quarterbacks. Uh, I have I have no credibility whatsoever. Um, but I thought Josh Rosen was gonna be great. And then after that first season, when the Cardinals had the number one draft pick, I think I remember Kyler Murray was not even supposed to go in the top. He was, was I don't even remember him supposed to go in the first round. Um, I remember him looking second, third round. And then all of a sudden, the Cardinals hired Cliff Kingsbury. And, and everyone was talking about how Kingsbury loved Kyler Murray and how he said earlier in the season, he was asked uh, about Kyler Murray. And Kingsbury, he was a coach at Texas Tech at the time, he said, you know, I, I would, if he was the number one, if I had the number one draft pick in the NFL, I'd pick him. And, and so then he, it turns out he had the number one draft pick and he ended up obviously picking him. And I, and I thought that was the dumbest move. I was like, are you kidding me? You, you have Josh Rosen. You use this to build around him and build a team. Don't, you don't need to go get another quarterback. It clearly wasn't working with Rosen. If you're not building this team, how's it going to work with Kyler? Well, I was wrong. I was very wrong there. So... Uh, you know, props to Kyler, props to Cliff Kingsbury and the Cardinals uh, for, for you know, making the right decision on that. Uh, but, yeah, but but anyway, that was my rant. Kyler Murray, oh, did the Packers muff a punt? Did they muff the punt? Oh, that uh, that might be a replay of earlier. That might, I, I don't know. They may have muffed a punt. They may have muffed a punt. Anyway, um, but, but I think that, but, yeah, so with Kyler Murray, like, He's a guy that I feel like just doesn't get enough credit for going to an absolute shit poverty organization like all these guys do, and none of them are able to to completely turn the organization around. And Kyler, he 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 did it. I mean, uh, yeah, he, he was able to do it, unlike these other guys. So that's something I think that Kyler deserves credit for, 100%. Um, but, yeah, that, that's my rant about... Uh, about Kyler, about the Cardinals, about, you know, top three draft picks uh, and what to do there. Um, speaking of top three draft picks, so if we look at the next draft, the the draft coming up this year, if you look towards it, um, the Lions, they're going to have, they're going to have, what, a top three pick, right? That's probably a guarantee. Um, I think if the Lions get a top three draft pick, I've been telling people this, and no one's listening. I think what the Lions should do is they should 1,000% draft an, another O-lineman in, in the top three. And no, everyone thinks I'm crazy. There's that Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon. That guy's really good. But if you're the Lions and you have Panay Sewell, right, and, and Ragnow's really good, the kid from Arkansas, the, like the center, I think he's a center, some interior lineman, and you draft another offensive lineman, that O-line is going to be so good. It's not like the Lions need a defensive player to compete this year. Their defense sucks. They're not going to be good no matter what. So getting a defensive player like Thibodeau, it's not really going in the right direction towards a rebuild, I don't think. I think what would be is drafting an off another offensive lineman, really building that O-line um, for a future quarterback. Don't, by the way, if you're the Lions, we just went in. I mean, I just went into the whole segment. Definitely don't pick a fucking quarterback. Um, I mean, Matt Corral, he's definitely the best, I think, in the draft class. Then again, I don't know shit, so maybe he sucks. Um, oh, my God, did the Chiefs fumble? 
I think that was an incomplete pass. They're saying that it. They're saying it was a fumble. I thought that was incomplete. I. I'm saying that was incomplete. No, oh, that is so incomplete. There's no. That has to come back. That was definitely an incomplete pass. There is no way that that was that was a catch and a fumble. Anyway. I think Matt Corral is definitely the best quarterback in the draft class. If you're the line, don't fucking pick him because he wouldn't do shit if he if he's with this team. Um, draft another offensive lineman, really build from the O line. It starts the rebuild there, and then in the future, because they're gonna suck next year again too. Another, and then you get a quarterback maybe the next year that you can put behind that offensive line. Still hold on defense, I think, because I think for a rebuild it's important start with O line, get the protection first. Then you get the quarterback. You put the quarterback behind a good offensive line. Yeah, you might not win as many games, but at least if that quarterback has a line that he's comfortable with, he can move in the pocket and he can learn and he could develop better with a good offensive line. Also, another reason you start O-line, O-linemen, they are good for a long time. It's not like uh, a running back or a corner that, you know, three good years and they're done. No, offensive linemen are good for years. So you start with the O-line, then you go quarterback. You got a good O-line, a comfortable quarterback who can develop. Then you start building defense, especially since defensive players are good early. You know, they can be good for a while, but especially you know linebackers are ones that take a little bit to develop i think but cornerbacks defensive ends those guys are good young so you get those guys when you're really ready to start winning um that's my ideal rebuild and then skill positions you find them as you go i don't think there's necessarily a specific time except for running backs you wait on the running back you wait on the running back if you even need one that badly because we all know now that running backs by committee are the ones that win super bowls especially when you look at you know, where you spend your money, where all that goes. That That's kind of what happens. So for me, Lions, pick another O-lineman because that you could build an unbelievable offensive line and start from there. So I really hope that's what they do because, like, I'm one of those guys that I want to see the Lions, you know, do well. Um, I love Dan Campbell, you know, former Saints, former Saints player, former Saints coach. Uh, I hope he does well with the Lions. I love Dan Campbell, so I, I hope it goes well there. Um, and they obviously they deserve it because they've been fucking horrible for so long. Uh, so yeah, I, I hope the Lions uh, can figure that out and pick an alignment. But no one else agrees with me. But you know, anyone, if you, I hope you listen to that and can at least you might not agree with me, but you might. I hope you can at least see where I'm coming from and think, you know what, that makes some sense. Because I think it makes a whole lot of sense. I think it makes a whole lot more sense than picking a defensive player or a quarterback. But you know what? You do you. You do you. Uh, uh, the Chiefs have a fourth and goal. It's like one minute left in the first. 154 left in the first half. But they're fourth and goal at the one. Oh, what a fucking retard. What a. F- oh, he just moved. False start. Oh, that sucks. False start on the one yard line on fourth and goal. That That's stupid. Darrell Williams. I don't even know who that is. Damn. So now they're going to have to kick it. That's brutal. But, uh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, This reminds me, a few years ago, 2019, uh, it was the Seahawks and the 49ers. Uh, so, so this was 2019, week 17. Saints. So as a Saints fan, right? We, 
it was the last week of the season, and we needed teams to win and lose to get a potential buy in the playoffs. So we won. So we were 13 and 3. We needed the Lions, or we needed the Packers and the 49ers to lose for us to get the one seed. And we needed one of those teams to lose if we wanted a buy. So the Packers, or the Packers put the Lions earlier at the same time the Saints did. The Lions were up big and like totally blew it and lost at the very end. So already a heartbreaking loss at first. So now I'm hoping Sunday night, Seahawks versus 49ers, I'm hoping that you know the Seahawks at home can can pull off um, you know an upset against the Niners to give us uh, a bye and uh, have the two seed so we don't have to play in the first round. So what happens is Seattle they're down by I think it was five and they're driving at the end and then they get the ball down at the one yard line with like thirty seconds left and I'm all excited you know I'm oh sh- oh they're showing highlights I'm all excited I'm all happy like holy shit like this the, the Seahawks are gonna win Russell Wilson like two minute drill let's fucking go like thank you so much Saints are gonna get uh Saints are gonna get a bye and then all of a sudden they're just at the one yard line first and goal all of a sudden and they just converted a fourth down by the way to get to the one yard line so it was like huge i'm like holy shit that was amazing now it's first to go from the one and then all of a sudden they get a fucking delay a game and it was like the stupidest delay of a game of all time because they're literally in the huddle but they didn't even break out of the huddle they were just in the huddle and the fucking clock ran out fucking retards fucking idiots delay a game and all of a sudden it's first and goal from the five, and then just a bunch of shit happens. Third and goal was like the worst. It was like such a pass interference that the refs didn't call. It was such bullshit. Uh, it was totally bad missed call by the refs uh, on third and goal. And then fourth and goal, they had like a catch at the inch line, and he just barely didn't get in. It was like one of the craziest endings I've ever seen to a game, and... As somebody who wanted the Seahawks to win so badly, it was just, it was horrible. It was heartbreaking. I, I couldn't, it was really, really bad to watch all that unfold. Um, so, yeah, we didn't get the bye. And then first round, we ended up fucking losing. So, the bye didn't, so we wouldn't have even had to play that game if the Seahawks didn't, like, royally fuck up and the refs. Uh, yeah, that completely fucked us. And we lost to the Vikings in the first round at home, which is ridiculous. Like, how the fuck do you lose a home playoff game to Kirk Cousins? I mean, that's the dumbest fucking thing in the world I've ever heard of. I, that was the stupidest fucking loss in our in the history of this organization, losing at home to Kirk Cousins in the playoffs. Like, holy shit, that's embarrassing. That's more, I mean, that's more embarrassing than probably the rest of our playoff losses. I, I, that one pissed me off more than, like, anything. But... Uh, speaking of Kirk Cousins, uh, he fucking sucks, by the way. I don't know if anyone on here likes Kirk. Kirk Cousins is not, he, he literally holds the Vikings back. He can't play in big games. You saw him on Sunday night. Couldn't play in a big game. Uh, he can't win against good teams in overtime against the Vikings, three and out. Everyone's like, oh, you know, he tied the game. Well, what about winning the game? Overtime, he literally has a chance with the ball. All he has to do is get in field goal range, three and out, bang, bang, bang. He is not a good fucking quarterback. He's not. He's not. Yeah, he puts up the numbers, but he isn't good. He's not good. Like, Kirk Cousins cannot win a Super Bowl with your team. If you if your quarterback can't win a Super Bowl with your team, it's time to get a new franchise quarterback. 
and Kirk Cousins, there's absolutely no shot in fucking hell he can win a Super Bowl. No chance. He's a he's a head case. He's a head case. He's the definition of a head case. But yeah, and, and we fucking lost to him. So that's really we're the poverty franchise and we're the embarrassment. So that uh, uh, I mean, some of that shit just really pisses me off. But let's see. Well, what else we got in sports? The Braves just won the World Series. I, you know what? I'm not gonna talk baseball because the White Sox. I, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna talk about that. Um, we got college football. Let's talk some college football. So this week, Michigan State lost. That sucks because I was bandwagoning the shit out of Michigan State, and you know they lost to Purdue. You know on the road to Purdue. Purdue. I mean, if you're a top five team, Purdue. Is you'd arguably rather play Bama than Purdue. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a curse. They they always love they love beating top five teams. They don't really like beating anyone else, but top five teams. Oh my God, they love beating them. So that was rough. That was rough. Um, but Kenneth Walker he sold 146 yards and a touchdown. I think I think right now, uh, Kenneth Walker would be my Heisman right now. Um, I don't know what you guys think. I don't know what like Vegas thinks, or I think Vegas thinks Bryce Young. I don't know. I don't know what the public thinks, but I think it's Kenneth Walker because to me, when I hear the word Heisman, like I get chills. Like I kind of start shaking a little bit. Heisman. It's, you know, it's such an iconic name. And when I hear Heisman, I, I need to be wowed. You know, I watch Kenneth Walker. You watch Kenneth Walker and you're like, wow, this guy's good. This guy is really fucking good. Um, He's like, he's a spark. You, you know, I turn on the game, the Michigan State game, every single week just so I can watch number nine. You know, he, he's absolutely insane. When I think of, I think Vegas thinks it's Bryce Young. I don't, this was a few weeks ago, but when I watch Alabama and I watch Bryce Young, you know, it doesn't like, I'm not loud. You know, it's like he's got such good players around him. He's with Bama. I mean, I don't need to really explain all that. We all know how good Bama is. And, when I watch Bryce Young, don't get me wrong, he's really good. I'm not on here hit like, but I watch him and I'm not like, wow, you know, Heisman. I don't, I don't get that feel, and I don't know what the stats say. I haven't looked at stats besides Kenneth Walker. I haven't looked at stats for like any of the quarterbacks or anything, but I mean, I watch Bryce Young. I'm not like wowed like I am with Walker. You watch Walker, like this is a whole, this is a whole offense. You know, this guy's insane. Um, you know, you watch. Matt Corral, Ole Miss, that's another guy I think could win the Heisman, or at least I think should because I watch Ole Miss. That guy is their whole offense. He he carries them. Their receivers are like, they're not as bad as the Saints receivers, but they're really bad. They can't catch for shit. They cannot catch for shit. I don't know how the O-line is. I haven't watched enough. Their defense stinks. Um, they don't really have any amazing running backs. Like Corral's their whole, he's really their whole team because their defense is bad too. He's their whole team. I think Matt Corral could win it, and I think that uh, Kenneth Walker. Those are probably my two guys. There's uh, Kenny Pickett from Pitt. I don't really know. I haven't watched any Pitt games all year, so I, I couldn't really comment on that. Um, I'm just thinking off the top of my head. Some other mentions. Sam Hartman's really good, but they haven't they haven't played anyone. They're, that's the same thing with Kenny Pickett. Like they haven't played anyone. But Sam Hartman, I'm really rooting for the guy. I hope he. I hope Sam Hartman like. I don't think he's in this draft class, but I hope he gets drafted in the NFL as a, you know, he does pretty solid because um, I watched QB1 and he was on there and he's a really good guy, really likable guy. So I hope Sam Hartman can can do well in the NFL and that would be awesome to see. Um, so, yeah, we got 
fourth and five for the Packers with 30 seconds left for the half. Let's see what happens here. Jordan Love's playing. I've heard he hasn't played well, but I haven't really watched enough. And I heard Mason Crosby has not been well. Oh, that was a horrible throw. Jesus Christ. That was really bad. Um, Devontae Adams was who he was throwing to. That's another thing. When we talk about Devontae Adams, everyone thinks that, like, Devontae Adams might be the best wide receiver in football. So that's – I'm going to try to think of who I think are the best wide receivers in football. And this is – I haven't looked at stats all year. This is a very casual, like, oh, I watch the TV. I watch these games. Here's who I think is the best off the top of my head. Um, I think that – I think that the best wide receivers in the NFL, number one – oh, man, that's tough. I think that the best wide receiver in the NFL is Oh fuck. I I think it's a toss up number one and two between Devontae Adams and DeAndre Hopkins. I don't honestly I don't know which one's better. They're both really good. But that's boring. So I gotta answer with one. Because if someone if I was listening to a podcast and someone said a one and two is a toss up, I'd be like, Come on, you pussy fucking name one. So off the top of my head, not looking at stats, not looking at anything else, I'm gonna say the best wide receiver is my gut's telling me it's Hopkins. I'm going to say Hopkins. I could be wrong. I, I could be a bad take. I don't know. I'm going to say Hopkins. Two is is Adams. Three, I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to say the third best receiver is Justin Jefferson. Fourth, uh, I'm going to say... I'm trying to think. I'm going to just name some off the top of my head and try to... You know, not not even looking at a list. I could be forgetting someone. This is just all off the top of my head. You got Jamar Chase is really good. A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, uh, Tyreek Hill. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think. I, this is all off the top of my head. So if I'm forgetting someone, I apologize. Uh, let me think of some teams. Oh, Antonio Brown and like, my, oh, fuck Mike Evans. He's not in here. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's one of the best. I don't think Julio's like that there anymore. Um, I think Tyreek Hill is four. And then five. Uh, I would say... Um, I haven't looked at stats again. That's probably the 15th time I said it. You guys are probably annoyed by that by now. But I'm going to say fifth is uh, Jamar Chase. That could that could be a really, really awful list, by the way. I'm not – this is – if you're listening, this list actually might be horrible. I, I have no idea. That's off the top of my head from what I watched. Those are the five guys that I would say. But I – but that is very subject to change. That could change any time. But right now, I would take those five wide receivers over anybody. Yeah, I would take those five receivers. But you know what? I think I'm going to cut this off because I don't want to make this too long. Just because sometimes, you know, hour-long episodes, no one's going to listen to the whole thing. So there's there's the episode. I don't really know how to end it. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. There might be more of these. I, I honestly, I had a pretty good time doing this. Uh, we'll see if other people like it, if anyone even listens. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's the episode. Uh, 
I hope everyone has a great day, great week. Uh, work on yourselves, get after it, and yeah, appreciate you listening.